If you're a business owner, you don't need us to tell you running a business is tough. Don't let QuickBooks and spreadsheets slow you down anymore. Now is the time to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle, the world's number one cloud business system. NetSuite gives you the visibility and control over your financials, HR, inventory, e-commerce, and more. Join the over 21,000 companies using NetSuite right now. Schedule your free product tour right now at netsuite.com slash c-suite netsuite.com slash c-suite this is a challenging time for businesses we're all anxious to get back to work as quickly as we can but also as safely as we can business leaders must uphold a duty of care a responsibility to make sure that they and others are safe in the workplace c-suite network created c-suite supplies a trusted source of quality protective equipment whatever your reason is for wearing a mask do your part and protect your most valuable assets your employees and customers. Go to c-suitesupplies.com. So we recently covered Superman Red Sun on the podcast. Yep. Uh, amazing graphic novel. Oh yeah! Uh, I had a couple of coworkers listen to that episode today. Actually, oh nice. Oh, yeah, cool, cool. Uh, would they say anything? Anything positive? Yeah, no, they were digging it, dude. <laughs> I mean, they were talking about how they haven't had a chance to watch the movie, mm. of course, like most other people. But uh, yeah, 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 yeah. hell yeah, dude. Uh, so that got me thinking just recently about some of DC's other popular Elseworld titles or non-canonical stories. Okay, and. It, Something in the back of my mind brought up a maybe a subconsciously buried memory, something that I had long forgotten. Pressing it between the pages of your mind? I suppose. Okay. Sure. Okay. We'll go with that. And what uh what it was was uh this little story or this 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 comic arc back in mid two thousands, I think around two thousand five ish. Okay. Because I remember reading it in high school, and it was uh, All Star Batman and Robin. Hey. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and so, for those of you who have who have read that, uh, you probably already know where I'm going with this. Uh, for those of you who hadn't, uh, vocal in for a quick quick story time about uh, my experiences with this book. And, and most people's experience with the story. Okay. So this all-star Batman and Robin came in. It, it was, uh, you know, like I said, it came out in the mid-2000s, uh, around 2005-ish. And this was DC's kind of response, or not not their response, but their uh, attempt to kind of replicate uh, Marvel's Ultimate Universe. Okay. You know, they saw the success with that. Uh, it was extremely popular. They wanted to replicate it. So they're going to take some of their more popular DC characters and just kind of make uh, these... Uh, non-canonical stories so that uh, their their best writers and creators could go out and just tell their own stories whatever they want to tell right yeah I mean sounds yeah. like a pretty typical thing for the comic book companies to have done yeah um, you know great concepts always solid and uh, so they had already attached Jim Lee to the project to draw so they're already off to okay. a great start cool and for the writer they wanted to get Jeff Lowell because in 2005 this is just coming off the heels of Hush and of course, Hush was done by Jeff Loeb and Jim Lee, so they were like, "We can get this combination again. Okay. Do this whole. They can do the whole fucking arc if they want to. It'd be yeah. phenomenal. It'd be great. Right. And as it would, as it would. Unfortunately, Jeff Loeb at the time, I think this is like right before he went to Marvel, so he couldn't mm. do it. Yeah. Uh, and so they're like, "Well, we got to go elsewhere." And they did what I and I think most people would consider to be 
a phenomenal move. Okay. A great step. Uh, they went and they got the man himself, the legendary, the iconic. Uh, they got Frank Miller. Ooh. So now we got okay. Okay. Frank Miller's writing and Jim Lee's art. Come on now. That's a cataclysmic combo. Come on That's now. That's a combo. <laughs> Fuck, man. And then, okay. Okay. on top of that, as we're getting closer to like the release date of issue one and all that, yeah, I remember uh, Frank Miller said that, you know, I'm going to do one better. Yes, this is going to be non-canonical in terms of the current DT continuity or oh. DC continuity, but yeah. this is also going to fall in line with my own uh, continuity or, or my own canon for Batman. So this was falling in line with uh, Batman Year One. This is going to take place after Batman Year One, and it's going to take place before, obviously, decades before The Dark Knight Returns. Okay. So this is going to be like in his own little verse, that he's, cool. his, own, his own little pocket that he created. Uh, which is an, another great concept. So fans got even more hyped about it, even more excited. And I, I will never forget uh, reading uh, the, the first couple of issues, uh, you know, high school me being really taken aback. And uh, I, I got to say, that there's a reason why it's not on my shelf, even though there's... I was going to ask you that because mm-hmm. that, I mean, that combo sounds too killer to not have, but... yeah. You know, there's the... there, there's some things that happens with comics that you know in hindsight you're like, obviously that's a terrible idea. But then there's other things that should definitely work. Right, like this obviously that's them. a great idea. Great. Why concept. didn't it work? Because so, you're right. This is, there's a reason I don't see it on yeah. this awesome shelf here behind me. Excuse the, me. The reason being well, there's a couple of reasons. One, uh, oh, no. he was originally signed. Well, they were originally signed on to do a 12 issue miniseries. Okay, that's that that not normal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, most most runs are six to twelve, you know. Right. And Clean. it took three years to put that out, and DC canceled it at issue number ten because they were like, "This is you're way behind schedule. Like, we can't <laughs> we can't do this." Because like I remember, I never finished it because <clears throat> hell, I had moved on by that point. You, you know? got impatient. <laughs> you, you don't got time to be waiting <laughs> for this shit. Like three years, and then on top of that. Uh, like if, if Wait, that, did you say this was middle or high school you? Go high back. school. High school? Because yeah, it was so five, this, yeah. this was post-college you like, I'm waiting. Yeah, right, the right. fuck is happening? Where's my story? <laughs> Where's my shit? Yeah. But yeah. on top of that, like, I don't know if I would want to finish it. And that's the main problem. Was it that bad? So, but most people, if you ask them what happened with All-Star Batman and Robin, yeah. they, they'll think about it for those who've read it. And they go, oh, you mean the time that Frank Miller lost his goddamn mind? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, dude, that's a pretty high and mighty it's, statement. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was not good. I mean, like I said, there's a reason why I've never thought about it or never thought to mention it until yeah. I was thinking of other Elseworlds stories. So just really quick to wrap this thing up here, I'll, I'll just tell you Please. a little yeah, bit yeah, about yeah. issue one and and about the tone of this thing. So the entire arc, at least what I've read, had no coherent story. Frank Miller was going nowhere with it. And, okay. and, and poor, like so. The, the good thing about it, the pro about this run, is that it had some of the best art from Jim Lee I've ever seen. Okay, and that's because the poor man had a whole lot of time to work on the art to, to <laughs> clean it up and to make it crisp. Because <laughs> Frank Miller, he just it was it was it was painfully painfully obvious that Miller didn't have a concept for where he wanted to go. Oh or man, what he wanted to do it was it was rough, and so. With issue one, I mean, it's standard. I, I, I'm going to say standard, but it, it started off like something you would think is going to work out great. Okay. It starts off with, uh, I think it starts off with 
with Bruce and Vicky Bell, they're on a date and they, they okay. go to the circus and they watch the uh, the Flying Graysons. And, of course, we see the death oh, of, yeah, of, okay. uh, of, of Dick's parents. Uh, and you're like, okay, we're going we're gonna to get right into this, you know. Right yeah, into the, I mean, right that's the queen. Okay. And what we see uh, is afterwards, like, Batman, he immediately goes after those who who uh who killed or he immediately goes yeah goes after the people who killed uh the graysons and he he scoops up a little uh little dick grayson there okay and when i say scoop him up that's that's being very polite he straight up kidnapped him essentially like like there's there was no you know in typical continuity bruce after some time adopts batman there's a right way and a wrong way to do this <laughs> yeah. shit like there was no right? there was no adoption here there was just like, straight up kidnapped this kid like like this huge fucking hulking figure of a man 20 years later dick grayson's in the bat cave he and batman are having a serious conversation about his career as robin bruce i'm so thankful for you adopting me bruce stops the conversation right there <laughs> adopting what, what do you mean the fuck you talking about what the hell is this Adopt. you're an orphan yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh what happens is that he he takes he takes little dick and, and they're driving off in the Batmobile. Cute. Cute. Rephrase. <laughs> Never. He takes Little Dick. He takes Little Dick. Yeah. It was a Little Dick. Yeah. I mean, like, if, if they can be a rapper named Little Dicky, then I don't see why I can't say Little, little Dick. <laughs> no, you totally can, brother. It just entertained me too much. Yes. I'm mature. And, uh, and while they're in the Batmobile mm. riding golf, you got to understand. So first of all, Batman, he is he's a he's a he's a fucking psychopath throughout the entire run. He's a he's a maniac. Okay. He's enjoying fucking running over and, and hitting cops and cop cars and like he's he's having a fucking blast. And 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 poor little Dick Grayson, he is <laughs> he is traumatized. He's like, what is going on? And like he looks up at Batman and goes, Who even are you? And and I kid you not, I'll see if I can remember this verbatim. Please, it's, please, it's, it's been please. so long. I might have to look this up. It, it, it was so goddamn ridiculous. As, as as little Dick Grayson, you know, this poor kid, scared out of his mind, of just course, been kidnapped by by this figure. Uh, Batman responds with, "Who am I? Like, what, are, are you dense? Are are you, are you dumb? Who do you think I am?" No, he goes, "Are you dense? Are you dumb? Or are are you are you retarded?" He, he drops that his words not mine then he goes I'm the goddamn Batman and <laughs> no no joke no That's chill how it goes. no, no yeah. chill Batman is straight the fuck is wrong with you man yeah. Batman was the original Rick and Morty here it's just like, the fuck is your problem <laughs> yeah. Morty I'm the daggum bat. oh dude I love that shit yeah. uh, and oh, I was like man. Frank what is going on here and then like there's a bunch of other really silly shit that happens like he 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 tortures Robin. There's no way around it. He forces him to survive in the back cave by eating rats. He gut punches Alfred when Alfred gives uh, Robin a cheeseburger because the kid hasn't eaten any proper. Like it's just all kinds of ridiculous nonsense shit. And the Joker's in it, but he and Batman never meet up. Hell, I think Batgirl's in it, and even her and Batman never because uh, like it just never gets to that point. And that, that's a little strange, and that's yeah. really unfortunate because you hear names like Frank Miller, Jim Lee, mm -hmm. and you put them in the same sentence as, oh, working together. I mean, that's that's a perfect recipe. Yeah. That's a five-star meal, but that's that's really weird, man. Yeah. yeah one, one would think that, I mean, everybody thought that it was going to be great, you know? Uh, yeah. I mean, 
I, and, and for once, I don't blame like the, the publishers for for putting this idea. Most most of the times when a publisher puts something out that just feels hard, you know, you're like, well, no shit. That's a terrible concept. Right. But in this case, they had a brilliant idea that just did not work. Mm. Uh, I mean, you, you hate it for them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, but yeah, that, that was just my my thoughts the, the other day as we were wrapping up our our Red Sun Elseworld uh, review. Yeah, um, that's that's something else, brother. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, so, yeah, homies, if you've read uh, <laughs> All Star uh, Batman and Robin, bonus points if you've read this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but yeah, if if you finished it, let me know because I I never. Let, I finished let it, us know what happens yeah. to poor Robin if he just yeah. like burns down the mansion or something. <laughs> Fuck you, old man. And, and, by, and by finishing, I mean if you got to issue number ten, because they they counted it before issue twelve. So really, so, so there is no issue eleven and twelve. No. Damn, that's no, no, no. oof. Not to my knowledge, anyway. But man, that's uh, great. That yeah, is great. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, uh, we're talking about the present and the future tonight, but mm-hmm. damn, do I love that story about the past. <laughs> Homies, what is going on out there, all of you guys? Hell yeah, guys. Uh, let's do this thing proper. Welcome, welcome back to the Superhero Homies Podcast. My name is Quentin, and as always, I'm here with the homie Kevin. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is going on? Uh, homies out there listening, welcome back to the show. Homies out there watching, yes, you heard the verb. You heard the correct one. I meant to say that. We finally figured out how to start using YouTube correctly for uploading our stuff and it's the good quality video it's right now it's happening it's happening dude it's i'm happy about it we finally figured this shit out <laughs> uh hell yeah hell most definitely yeah so uh now you guys get to get to see what we look like for better or for worse probably worse but you know this is good hi i'm kevin <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I'm the bald white guy. <laughs> I typically wear hoodies on the show, so there you have it. Mm. Well, that means that tonight's episode, guys, we're talking about some comic news. Do, 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 do. News. <laughs> For those of you new to the podcast, comic news is just a segment where we discuss, the, like Kevin said earlier, the recent comic events and, and news happenings in the world of superheroes and comic books. Hell yeah, there's a lot of fun stuff happening in, in the comic community. So every few uh, number of weeks, we like to kind of go over the uh, the recent announcements and have fun discussing them. Talk about what they mean for all of us real nerds on the, you know, still on planet Earth, not lost in the clouds of producers and directors up there. Yep. Hell yeah. All right, my friend. Uh, would you like to kick things off? Sure, dude. Uh, I'll go ahead and start off with kind of a, a comical one, but an unfortunate one here. Hmm. Um, Emerald City Comic Con postponed due the, to the uh, coronavirus. So I say comical because there's been a lot of announcements from multiple points of view about the corona and what that actually is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not as severe as the media puts it out to be. And, and, and don't let me get political on this show because this is not the front for it but excuse me yeah it's sad that it postpones things that are important like you know productions and things of the nature here uh in this case a comic-con event right uh and here's the sad thing about this dude the event uh planners and everything have announced that the date is forthcoming so we don't even know when the comic-con's gonna happen people who have purchased tickets are actually going to be uh given refunds so 
At this point, I'm not sure if postponed or canceled is the correct word to use. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, dude. That sucks. Imagine if that was our Comic-Con we're going to be going to here. I mean, I'd blow a gasket. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that would be pretty shitty. Oh, Um, yeah. To our uh, Emerald City uh, brothers and sister homies out there doing their thing, we, uh, we hope the best for you and that maybe you get some better news than... Than what we just said. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I wish there was a silver lining. I mean, hell, you, you get your money back, go spend it on something else. I guess. Right. Yeah. Go go to another comic card. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah. One who's not afraid of the corona. <laughs> I mean, most places are. There's been a lot of big conventions Dude, that have been canceled. The, the whole country is shook by this thing, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know what to say about the about the fucking thing. No, uh, yeah, like yeah. like I said, not uh, mm-hmm. not not my forte. <laughs> uh, first one on my list here. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about this new Black Widow trailer. Yeah, yeah, yes, let's yes, do yes. it. Uh, you posted that on the Facebook page earlier today. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You're you're much better about managing the Facebook page than I am. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. Yeah, Black Widow. Oh yeah, taking on some shit. Yeah, this new trailer I think was. Uh, I mean, I guess in, in all the best ways, don't get me wrong, I think this was the most revealing. I guess in terms of, like, you know, what you can kind of expect from the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we, we get to see a lot of cool stuff here. And, um, you know, they, they, they're really playing up this kind of uh, sisterhood-type relationship between her and uh, Yelena. Good. Um, being played by Florence Pugh, I believe. Uh, but, yeah, they also give us a little bit more about the Red Room. Uh, the we get to see more Taskmaster, which is really what I was looking for, and we get to see him do a lot of things here. We at one point we see him uh, watching like video footage of. Uh, have you seen it? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. yeah. You're good. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, so at one point we get to see like him watching footage of uh, of, of Black Widow, um, which is, I mean, that's some accurate Taskmaster shit right there. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. right, yeah. Uh, cool Florence uh, Pew. Yeah. Yep. I'm gonna go with that last name pronunciation. <laughs> uh, pronunciation too. Mm-hmm. Okay. But please continue. Uh, and you know, we also get to see her taking on um, uh, Task Smash a little bit. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's, it's kind of funny because like a lot of people have been uh, remarking that maybe Taskmaster has seen Black Panther at work because he does a similar pose almost to uh, Black Panther's uh, uh, Wakanda pose when he's in his suit. Well, I mean, Black Panther was even on the news. So, like, you, mm. if I remember in one of the movies, there's even, like, news footage of him. So, I imagine there's other Telegraph stuff as well that good old Taskmaster, he can get his hands on that VHS and, you know, go to town. Yeah. VHS. Right. Um, he doesn't need Blu-ray. <laughs> but I, I am kind of curious because, at least to my knowledge, I don't think we actually hear him verbally say anything uh, in the movie or in the trailers, at least. I don't recall. No. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, but no, the trailer looked really good, though. Uh, yeah. Looking forward to seeing how this is, and I, I wonder if the movie is going to explain uh, uh, why Natasha doesn't have a Russian accent. Like, are they finally gonna get to the bottom? <laughs> She's well trained, brother. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. but even when she's sitting amongst her own Russian brethren and, and sisters, well, you still sound like a staunch okay. American. Okay funny joke here guys so i'm born and raised here in the south and and to you this isn't too much of a surprise either because you don't have one but well actually Mm -hmm. no this applies to both of us 
we don't have southern accents even though we were born and raised in the south but we do have american accents we do have american accents mm -hmm. moving on <laughs> i don't know man i don't fucking know yeah. i'm trying to fit in some shit yeah. here i'm defending shit we haven't seen yet right yeah and i mean you know like I've, I've said this since iron man 2 sure you know it's like when she first showed up in iron man 2 it was like, oh, I, I get it now because you're incognito right now. You're in spy yeah, mode. Right. So yeah. you're not going to have an accent. Mm -hmm. But then once you snapped and went to Black Widow mode, and then I was like, oh, what the? What? It would have been cool to have the flip, yeah. admittedly. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. right? Maybe maybe Scarlett Johansson just doesn't do a good Russian accent. Oh, or uh, going full circle to an old joke of ours, maybe... Her Russian accent was just hitting on the same sounding Russian person that we were talking about. Where it's like it's always that, the same Russian, you know. Well, that would be a female Russian, which would be a different variation. True, true, true. But that that would be better than no accent at all. At least, mm -hmm. at least to me. I got you. I got you. Uh, I mean, and then it also comes down to, and don't get me wrong, I I adore Scarlett Johansson, especially in this mm -hmm. role as Black Widow. Amen. Yeah. But if the only reason being is that she can do a Russian accent, maybe you might have should have looked into someone else who kill who can. No? I mean, pros and cons. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I, I don't think we're gonna have to worry about it for much longer. Yeah, no. So uh, we'll see. We'll definitely see. not. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, it's it's one of those things where I guarantee you, if she had a Russian accent in the movies, then Black Widow would have a Russian accent in this new Avengers game coming out too. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yep. Yeah. But no, uh, trailer looks great. Can't wait for the movie. Hell yeah. Okay, so let's talk about some uh, more present stuff happening here. Mm -hmm. uh, homies, for those of you who uh, haven't thought about it or have been so busy that you haven't given time to think about it, Bloodshot comes out later this week, guys. Um, we're still waiting for tickets. Our theater has not uh, distributed those out quite yet, so we're still waiting, but you already know we're going to be doing a review of that. And, uh, yeah. yeah, I'm excited about that, dude. I keep seeing more trailer action. I keep seeing more and more stuff about it. I'm, I'm, I'm more hopeful about it, honestly, than, uh, than my previously stated, uh, preview podcast opinion. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm yeah. just, uh, I'm, I'm here, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm I think it's going to be a good time, yeah. you know? And that's what I'm hoping yeah. for, yeah. you know? Uh, I, I know that they are actually adding uh, a lot of new characters to the movie that are in the comics, but a lot of these okay. characters are apparently also going to now become comic book characters. So they're oh. doing like the, uh, yeah, like they're the reverse anti thing kind okay. of thing. I kind of like that idea though. Think about mm -hmm. it. That's like it. That's like a revitalizing shot in the ass mm -hmm. for like the whole comic brand. You know, that's it's, like it's it's an Agent Coulson type thing for sure. <laughs> um, yeah. 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 And I mean, it's, it is definitely clever when it's done right. And especially like if if these characters prove to be as popular as Agent Coulson, yeah. then I definitely understand it and, and yeah, recommend it. Mm -hmm. uh, but no, you are correct on on all fronts. We do not have our tickets yet because our, our theater, man, we've talked about this a lot. How about uh, how our theater just they're just so lazy on the pool sometimes. It's like they just. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it's, and it's almost like how how can they expect a lot of pre-sales for these movies if they don't put out the tickets until literally days before sometimes right. two days before the movie comes out you know right god 
Right. I mean, I, I don't know what's going on there, but come on, you, you know? Mm-hmm. We already have our tickets for our Patreon movies we're going to be doing later this month. That's right, guys. We're on Patreon. It's like you never heard us say that before. <laughs> uh, we already have tickets for Dagon the Quiet Place 2. Mm-hmm. And then we have tickets for Mulan, the live-action version coming out here in a couple of weeks. But we don't have no Bloodshot. I want some Bloodshot. I want, I want, I want to see what Bloodshot's about. All right, yeah, yeah, it's like at this point, I'm like, are we doing anything for it? I'm like, come on, guys, let's get some goddamn tickets here. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it too. Hell yeah, uh, hell yeah. You know, like on one on one hand, I just enjoy the movie going experience. Maybe way too much. It's a good thing that we do because we go to yeah, the movies a lot. We really do. I mean, uh, our staff recognizes us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The manager wild. says hey to me almost every time. <laughs> oh, hey, Kevin, how are you doing today? <laughs> Oh, I'm doing pretty good. What you coming to see? Frozen 2? Uh, you got jokes. And then, I mean, you know, it, it's yeah. not like that interpersonal. It's more like acquaintances. Right. But, uh, hey, when you watch this, hi. <laughs> uh, I'm having fun with this video, man. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, what, what's up next? What you got? Uh, so, next I have something here that uh, is still, it's not up in the air, per se, but it also kind of is. It's pretty heavy, pretty big for those who are into uh specifically into dc comics and that is uh uh dan didio the co-publisher of mm. dc comics was recently fired uh and and what could be considered a volatile way in comparison to how most high corporate people are fired and th- there there's a lot going on here now there was a huge kind of ripple effect so dan didio he's been with the company for Wow, I mean, I think he's been co-publisher for probably the last ten years. Okay, uh, he and uh, and Jim Lee were co-publishers. Jim Lee is now just, I think he's now just kind of holding on to that fort himself, filling in that position. And I, I don't think right. they plan on replacing. He's the one floor manager in the restaurant right now. Yeah, yeah, he's the one who's kind of stepped up to that that kind of co-publisher position. And uh, mm. I mean, on one front, people are really wondering. You know, everybody acknowledges and recognizes Jim Lee for the amazing artist artist that he is with these comics. Yeah. Uh, but as far as like this kind of position, a lot of people are kind of curious: is this the right? Is he the right person for this kind of? Is he job? this multifaceted? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, um, and it's like that nobody, is true. Yeah. Just because you're great at your craft doesn't mm-hmm. mean you're good at the political side of this craft too you know yeah sometimes that's like, very topsy-turvy and i would also say like maybe not even political but like being able to see is this a good idea for this comic run like what are the projections for the next five years where is this run wrapping up to mm. uh, is okay, this going to okay. be a good intersection for these two titles to introduce you know like yeah all those kind of interesting things that sure editors definitely play a huge role in that but yeah i mean well, yeah i don't know what dc's proper next move is there because that's more of a corporate level language oh um, we do though and, and that is also part of it okay uh, yeah do, do expound on that actually uh, yeah. yeah so this also plays a part into why dandy dio was fired in the first place okay yeah so dandy dio excuse he is, me let uh, me sit down with my tea <laughs> here yeah. so you know when most uh corporate figures like this are fired they're not really fired. They get to resign. That's how it usually plays out. Like, right. Yeah, I have yeah. decided to step down from my position due to, <laughs> quote unquote, yeah. decided. Right. Yeah. It's like, no, the fuck you didn't. No, nah, you, you, you were caught. Yeah, and you this were, is the recommendation. Right. Dan DiDio didn't even get that 
he went in to uh to you know to work like a normal day and like almost as soon as he went in uh, apparently some wb exists because uh, i think at&t wanted to make that decision and then they told wb i think to tell dc to tell hey fire him uh, well, what the fuck yeah, yeah, so uh so Dan DiDio got fired and, and most comic fans are rejoicing like motherfuckers. Yeah, I mean cuz he he's made some pretty interesting decisions and maybe his last one which some some people are predicting could be a potentially almost fatal blow for DC Comics as far as publishing goes. Okay. They they're thinking that, you know, this plays a huge role. So ultimately um it it is speculated i'm using quotations here uh, it's speculated that he was fired because of misleading we'll say uh at&t so his latest venture was something called 5g which was a cutesy thing that he named to kind of appease at&t 5g stands for fifth generation meaning that it was going to be another comic run another uh comic universe tie-in type thing where it's going to take uh um all of your major DC legacy heroes and kind of replace them with newer, different types okay. of, of people in those roles. Yeah. Um, what AT&T apparently wanted was something, once again, like uh, the Ultimate Universe. They said, we want something that's going to run concurrently with the mainstream DC universe. History repeats itself. <laughs> it's like we just talked about that on Red Sun. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know... What they what they wanted was something like DC uh, or or like uh, Marvel's Ultimate Universe, right, 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 uh, Universe sixteen ten. But what they ended up realizing was that Dan had this idea to just entirely replace the current DC universe with this five G. Now, really, yeah. So what that meant was, and I mean, apparently these were his his ideas and and what he had in the works for five G. Uh, I believe that uh, yeah, who was it? Uh, yeah, Lucius kid uh, was named Duke Fox. No, Duke Thomas. One of them, uh, a black man, was going to replace Batman. Um, okay. Apparently, Jonathan Kent was going to replace Superman. I think they were going to make him homosexual. Uh, there was going to be apparently uh, wow. for lack of so, better so word, they were really going for the uh, they're going for the for the representation. Diversity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. And, and I think they said uh, I think they were going to replace one woman with like an, an overweight person, overweight woman. Uh, okay, overweight woman. <laughs> it's not what I. <laughs> right. But right. Uh, I mean, there's there's a right way and a wrong way to do yeah. this when you're trying to do the representation game. Uh, we've talked about that before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and, and Marvel, like they're still in their bullshit about it too. Cause, uh, like both, yeah. both companies are doing it wrong. I mean, there's no two ways about it. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're force feeding it. Yeah. Know? And I yeah. mean, so, so for one thing, like Danny Dio, he was reportedly like, he, apparently he just didn't, he just doesn't like keeping these, these current characters around the way he, he, he looks at it. He's like, listen, Guys like Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman and and Hal Jordan, Green Lantern and John Stewart and all of them like we've told their stories. Let's keep the mantles and move on to someone else. Like, what the mm. fuck do you think is going to happen if you do this? Like, even yeah. eighteen, even AT and T had the wherewithal to be like, oh no, you're fucking out of here. <laughs> uh, but I mean, for DC Comics, that is the hardest fucking thing to do because. For one, I'm not even sure if that's a strong idea for them ever because these characters have been so mm -hmm. ironed out and with the DC running, the DC branding for 
fuck, almost a century now, dude. Mm-hmm. 80 plus years, yeah. 80 plus years. That That is a long ass time. And if you didn't do it then, if you didn't try to do this earlier, mm-hmm. you're not going to be able to do it at all now. Or at least so coldly, so immediately. Yeah. And it sounds like he was just like ripping that fucking band-aid off and said, hey, we're going to apply this now. Oh, yeah. And that's and- not the way to do that. You know, and you you think that they would learn from Marvel's mistakes, the mistakes that they're still paying for. History repeats yeah. it. Was, um, it was after the 2015 Secret Wars run. Uh, this, was, this was their way to reboot the Marvel Universe. This is when they destroyed both the 616 and the Ultimate Universe, and they literally took pieces of both to combine this new universe, and it was called All New, All Different Marvel, mm-hmm. and uh, it flopped. It yeah. went from 2015 to 2019, and it flopped. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I mean, hell, I, I can't, I, I can't show them that too much. Uh, you know, if if I'm representing DC, because DC uh, New 52 lasted from what 2011 to 2015, 2016, and mm-hmm. then DC Rebirth came out, and Rebirth was thankfully a huge step in the right direction. Yeah, Rebirth has been good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but what we really see happening here is, is at this point now. Um, DC is at a point where 5G is still rolling out, even though Dan DiDio is no longer there. Uh, it's one of those things where once the wheels are kind of turning, I mean, with something this this large, this big, it's hard to stop. It. I wonder if you can if you can somehow crowd control this and make it into like a, a black label for DC. You know, I wonder if there's a way to kind of like uh, you know, I, I'm not saying like change the current of the river, but at least you know dig your trenches out and move the river slowly you know mm-hmm. I, i'm i'm wondering how you handle that but you're right that is a dramatic dramatic change that ddo was trying to do so i mean mm-hmm. not not casting my vote here but at&t might have had some some reasons you know that 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 works for them yeah yeah and 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 Fuck, then and sucks. then we get into into the rumors of it all, and and unfortunately, some of these rumors do have a little bit of steam behind them. Okay, being do that, expound, do expound. Yeah, uh, being that so, if five G does present, and, and by the way, Dandy Dia, who's also fired, uh, presumably again because he didn't get along with a lot of writers that carried a lot of clout with them. Mm. So, for example. Um, we know that Scott Snyder, he's one of the most well-renowned writers at DC. He was the first one that popped in my mind. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know he he's working on this on his uh, whole other arc right now. He's having fun doing his own thing uh, with the with the metaverse and whatnot, and and incorporating his own storylines and whatnot. Yeah, Dan DiDio told him that okay, we're going to take your concepts and we're going to incorporate them in Five G, and Scott Snyder said, "No, you're not," and <laughs> Dan DiDio said, "But yes, we are." And so, like, there's this whole kind of back and forth apparently wow. between those two, which would lead some to think that uh, that they did not get along. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and th- that is one of those things where it's like the masters of the craft kind of do get a vote eventually. You know, mm-hmm. they they they've earned some stock. Right. Yeah. Especially in this field, mm-hmm. I'm I'm grateful for it this time. You know. Yeah. yeah. I I will say this. I am surprised that Jeff Johns, you know, isn't going to step up and, and fill that role. But I guess he also is still included with Marvel or with DC's live action stuff. Mm. So yeah, uh, I don't know what really mm. where they go from here. But uh, the, the man's got enough on his the plate. The man's got enough on his plate. Yeah. He doesn't have this yeah. big a plate. He's got this plate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but just to wrap this one up here, the, the sure. rumor the rumors aren't good, uh, and the rumors are 
right now, uh, Jim Lee just recently, maybe just uh, within the past 48 hours or so, finally spoke out about Dandy Dio's uh, releasing. And, um, you know, he played played crowd control, basically, Mm. by saying that, well, we know that, you know, you guys maybe have heard some pretty strenuous rumors. Okay. Uh, that's not true. We're going to continue publishing comics. Uh, we're going to continue we're going to continue to make uh, live action television shows and movies and everything's going to be fine and this, that, and the third. Sure, sure, sure. And, uh, but apparently there's a lot of contradiction here because apparently with, with a lot of the, uh, the, the more, uh, we'll say the more of the legacy writers, people who've been there for a long time and who have a right. uh, high standing are, are hearing different things than what like say the, the, the newer younger writers are hearing. Th- those writers are hearing things like, Oh yeah, everything's fine. But writers, maybe like uh, Jeff Johns, maybe Gail Simone, the guys who've earned more privilege. Yeah, you'd they, imagine they're, yeah. they're hearing apparently rumorly they're hearing different things entirely that are, are much more frightening. Uh, well, let's let's you know pitter patter. What, what's going on? What are they hearing? Well, they're hearing that five uh, G is not going to succeed if it if, if if it proceeds the way that Dandy Dio's vision was. It's just yeah. not going to work. And here's the thing: is that AT and T, um, they're at a point now where they're like, if oh, if this fuck. if this doesn't work, we'll continue to to make movies or whatnot with you guys and do this, that, and the third. But as far as your publishing goes, we'll nix it. We'll cut it. Oh, fuck, dude. Yeah. Uh, that is not how you handle that. It's not how you handle that oh, at all. brother. Because uh, it, it, eventually they're, they're thinking, you know, it, if, if this fails, they're like, the juice isn't worth the squeeze. We've invested so much time and money into this and that if, if this isn't going to work, then we'll we'll stop publishing. And, and what that realistically would they would translate to is that your your weekly or your monthly single issue comics would probably stop coming and you probably only have to have the availability to read them maybe online. We would probably still get things like uh, Omnis or trade paperbacks or graphic novels made, maybe. Mm. Uh, but as far as your single issue comics goes, that means that that would be cut. Now, the reason also why this is obviously extremely bad news is that if you're a Marvel fan, you don't get to breathe a sigh of relief because Marvel would follow suit. A lot of people think that Marvel would double down on this. They think that Marvel would capitalize on this. No. You really think that they would copy that technique? Absolutely. Hmm. Uh-huh. I mean, I know that these comic book companies, especially when it comes to more to caricatures and whatnot, they tend to copy and paste and, you know, for lack of a better word, steal character ideas and event ideas even to some degree. Mm-hmm. But you really think that they would copy business practices to this degree because they, someone behind the lines has to be able to see this and say, whoa, wait a minute. What I'm imagining, mm-hmm. if you cut publishing, that cuts your creativity. If you're cutting the creativity, that's going to be a lot of the steamroll, the, the, the freaking coal in the engine for the live action creations. You cut, publish, you cut publishing, you cut the, the constant generation of stories, how long is it going to be before the live action stops? Uh, I mean... I mean, yeah, they can yeah. force that shit out, but mm-hmm. it's not going to be better. It's going to hold stagnant and digrade to something worse. Well, if you look at it like this... 
Marvel, specifically Marvel, has already begun this integration of having their comics and their movies feel seamless. Right. Yeah. Uh, we've talked about that yeah. before. Not my favorite. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Same here. And yeah. you know, with Kevin Feige being over both, it's one of those things where it's like the uh, don't don't quote me on this, guys. But I think like as of 2015, so this is a, a little dated, but the, sure. the the stats on this haven't changed. If anything, they've gotten a little bit worse. But the comic industry as a whole made about. $400 million, which is a substantial amount of money, but considering that a single superhero movie makes more than that, you have to think about... Oh, fuck, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, superhero movies are bankrolls, dude. Oh, yeah. they, they make bank. Even mm-hmm. a bad superhero movie makes more than a movie in Hollywood, you Absolutely. know? Absolutely, yeah. So, and by that, of course, I mean a normal-ass genre, whatever you call that. Mm-hmm. But, um, fuck, dude. Why are you bringing this bad news to my doorstep? <laughs> I was having a good day. We were all having good days. Yeah. Uh, Fuck, man. Yeah. And, you know, like, ever since Dan DiDio's been fired, I've been I've been following this really closely because... Yeah, I can you know, tell. Yeah. Know, DC's next moves, they're going to be crucial. And I, I, I want to believe that everybody's overreacting. I want to believe that, that 5G won't be this terrible train wreck. And I want to believe that there won't be a huge chain effect. But... We, unfortunately, we have to wait and see. Um, see, this this is why the coronavirus was released because <laughs> it hides up all this other DC comic shit, and now it's like you're trying to distract me. What's going on? Fuck, man. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, DC five G is supposed to be released. I think they said now uh, mid next year. There were rumors that it was going to be out as early as late 2020, but now this looking like second quarter next year. That's when 5G is going to roll out. So. Okay. 5G comics. Yep. Yeah. yeah. DC 5G. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Fuck, dude. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I got to follow that up. I mean, <laughs> damn. I mean, I got yeah. some good news. Let's go into some good news here. Let, let me find a good one here. Cool. Not that. <laughs> um. Okay, here's some cool news. This is slightly related. We're going to jump ship a little bit here right. for movies and talk about video games for a flat second. <laughs> okay. Um, there has been an announced release date, thankfully, for uh, the character Spawn in the Mortal Kombat 11 uh, video game. Um, March 17th is the release date for those who have purchased the Combat Pack, uh, pre order special privileges, blah, 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 whatever <laughs> have you, video games. But it's going to be available on March 24th for everyone else out there. Uh, And of course, as you and I both know, Spawn is a badass motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, actually, I I saw just a little bit of... uh, of, Gameplay footage? Yeah, his fatalities and whatnot. Cool. And uh, yeah, it looks really gruesome and really dope. I mean, that's what Mortal Kombat specializes in. I'm I'm happy that Spawn gets another limelight like this, dude. Oh, yeah. I mean, we talked about how uh, a bit of my exposure to him was through Soul Calibur. Right. I feel like this is going to be able to do him some more justice. (laughs) We're going to be able to see that grit, dude. Yeah. 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 Uh, I really do love that Mortal Kombat just... Uh, is able to incorporate so many different aspects. So I guess, right? uh, I guess, Another Realm Studios as a whole, you know, is able to always incorporate such uh, like fantastical characters and bring them together. Yeah. Like uh, I, I, I always get ten and and eleven mixed up a little bit, but mm. you know, like from bringing in um, 
uh, the Predator, and then yeah. the, there was a skin I think for Jax where he looked like Carl Weathers. So you had like you know Carl mm-hmm. Weathers from the Predator and the Predator, yeah. Same, yeah. <laughs> you know, in eleven you get Terminator. Um, yeah, you get Terminator. Yeah, um, Terminator. You get, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, yeah. Joker is in eleven yep. again, uh, and like you just said, Spawn. So like there, I really love that adversity, dude. It's oh, so yeah. awesome, it so is. fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's super fucking dope. Yeah. Um, I suck at fighting games. Uh, I still buy them <laughs> for some reason, but like I, I always tend to wait now. I, I never really buy them day one. Uh, yeah. Just because I I know what I'm in for. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like it's just like this, like um, kind of like how I buy. I still buy like soul games, like uh, like Bloodborne, Sekiro, Neo. Mm, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I buy those, those games. Those games are dope as hell. Dude. They are, yeah, but yeah. I absolutely fucking suck. So it's like the the science hey, here doesn't make hey, sense. Hey, no, you don't, buddy. No, you don't. All right, you're good. Who beat Bloodborne? Hey, come on. Who beat Bloodborne? I did. Beat come Bloodborne. on, homies, give him some love. Who All beat right. Bloodborne? I, I did. I, I did. You're daggum right. You did. Remember how many? Remember how many days I spent fighting one <laughs> boss? Oh wait, wait, wait. Ah, uh, give me a sec. It was a uh, Ibriatus. Ibriatus. Daughter of the Cosmos. No, Ibriatus. Ibriatus. Yeah. Uh, Daughter of the Cosmos, yeah, because yeah. her name meant drunk, like oh. she was a drunken dragon or some sort. But uh, yeah, I, she I whooped would, some tail, dude. I, I would literally come home from work, sit down, <laughs> play it, play it like it was a part-time job. I remember these. Get days. my ass whooped. Yeah. Oh, oh well, try again tomorrow. And yeah. Like for like three or four days straight, and. Uh, Guys, I remember these days because I would come home from work and find this guy sitting on the couch going at it, going at it, dadgummit, going at it, dadgummit, going at it, dadgummit, damn it, you know? Yeah. yeah. The last time I went that hard was when I platinum Arkham Knight. Yeah. Uh, trying to get this one fucking trophy that was kicking my ass, but anyways. Come here, come here. Ah. Come on, dink it right there. There you go. Quiet, dink, quiet. <laughs> um... I'll I'll uh, I'll see your spawn news and I'll raise Ooh, you one. Okay, hit me. <laughs> Guys, I, I feel like I'm going to be just like the antithesis tonight. Um, so man. the spawn movie suffers a major setback. You son of a bitch! Yeah. Get out of here with your bad news. <laughs> <laughs> Give it to me straight. What yeah, happened? Yeah. What happened? Um, so uh, Todd McFarlane he says that uh, a major backer to the movie backed out. So that's a lot of funding that's gone, yeah. And so now, Fuck. yeah. And and this is really unfortunate. Um, I I do salute Todd because uh, obviously Todd McFarlane, he's the creator of Spawn. He's right. still the owner of Spawn, which is amazing in this day and age. That's that's very amazing. Yeah, yeah. That you know, like he didn't a, sell <laughs> a, a creator owned character like this. You know, he still has he still owns basically all the rights to it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the, the fact that he's still, you know, doing the damn thing with Spawn, but he does have a, a, a list of demands, he said. There's three things that he wants. Um, okay. And uh, one of the things he says that... Uh, hmm. Spawn, His Christmas list. Yeah, he says Spawn, the movie has to be rated R. He won't do anything Dope. less than. Dope. Um, he, he says uh, Spawn has to be cool and badass. He goes, no, no matter what, at all costs... He goes, according to his definition of cool and badass, you have to f- uh, fulfill that. And his third thing is, uh, Todd McFarlane, he says he has to be the uh, director. No one else. Oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the first two, I can. that's easier mm-hmm. to work with. The last one, that I, I can see a funder 
maybe having a little friction mm. in their wallet for that, you know? The the issue yeah. is kind of that if he were to yeah, I mean, mm. if he were to license out the movie properties to studios, yeah. that that literally would solve a lot of problems. But I mean, I'm I'm not a creator who owns some type of magnificent thing, not unless you count me co-owning the podcast. But <laughs> but I I can understand him not wanting to sell his baby like that. Even oh yeah, if it's no, just that makes total rights. sense. Yeah. However, that doesn't make it any easier no not at all yeah. it's gonna take somebody who has a lot of money who shares his vision and who believes that he can direct the film so where's kevin feige yeah <laughs> i don't i don't know what direction you go there I don't, I don't know which rich person's door you knock on to uh yeah. to begin that conversation you know oh yeah um i mean you know if, if i was if i were filthy fucking rich i hope that todd knows that i would gladly help fund that project i would too yeah i would yeah. too yeah but, uh, hmm. yeah, I mean, so if there's only filthy rich uh, homies out there listening, help out Todd. And while you're at it, go to patreon.com backslash superhero homies. <laughs> there you go. Help, help, help your homies out, too. Hell, yeah. Oh, Hell, yeah. Give us some love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I oh, love it. Yes. I do. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So I, I, I see your, your unfortunate movie news, and I'll raise you a movie news. Okay, okay. This is more of a joke than anything quite serious, but I wrote it down so it's being announced. Um, the New Mutants is still on track to be released. <laughs> we still are getting a movie, apparently. Yes. So, hell yeah. Hell and, yeah. You know, they come out in uh, just about a month's time from now. Uh, on April 3rd. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So, yeah, they had damn well better still be on track. Right. At this yeah. point, it would be the worst news if they... Uh, if they unplug, if they pull out at this point, you know? Yeah. But uh, yeah, dude, we're still getting the movie. Uh, yeah. I didn't write this one down, but just to add on to that. Uh, Please. The movie will include Lockheed. So I guess, spoiler alert, too late. Oh, uh, cool, yeah, cool. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Kitty, excuse me, Kitty Pride's Dragon. Yeah. Yeah. It's be in it. And uh, yeah, cool. I'm not sure exactly to what extent or whatnot, but yeah, Lockheed will be in the movie. So Considering it's going to be a scarier movie, like it's going to be a horror genre movie hopefully mm-hmm. um that could either be really interesting or kind of hokey so crossing fingers we'll, we'll yeah. see what creative differences they choose to go with that route right yeah because in the comics lockheed was almost more drawn to be like this weird adorable pet dragon thing and and that's you know you know there's value in that i, I, I like lockheed, lockheed no lockheed was cool yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but um this is gonna be a different lockheed <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. yeah I, I don't. I haven't. We haven't seen any kind of footage of him yet. So, and is Kitty Pride one of the characters they're using? I, I don't uh, no, remember. No, uh, I don't think so. No. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's the New Mutants. Yep. Kitty Pride's not new no more. Yeah. <laughs> well, neither are the New Mutants. Yeah. True. 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 <laughs> but by name, they uh, are. Right. <laughs> All right. But uh, yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah. So there is. Oh, uh, oh, uh, I'll go ahead and mention a more serious one because mm-hmm. that one was more like a joke. Right. But uh, I do have some cool stuff here. So John Krasinski has recently announced that he would be super down to play Reed Richards in a potential uh, Fantastic Four MCU movie. However, Emily Blunt has shot down rumors of playing Sue Storm. 
you know yeah so a little mixed bag of tricks there but that that would be a perfect power couple right and and i mean like right according to what you just said there's not like she would deny playing it she just hasn't gotten the part that was one of the next things i had written down here where it's like she didn't say no to the role right she just hasn't you know guaranteed an adamantium got the role (laughs) yet you know right yeah so yeah yeah i mean it's one of I those things love, where, like know, we, you know, the, yeah. the entire fan base, the entire community wants it. Right. John Krasinski's down for it. Yeah. Come on, mm-hmm. son. He would you make know, a good read. I will say this. Emily Blunt did shoot down being Black Widow. So. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that's just because of filming obligations. I don't think that's because mm. of disinterest. So. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And plus, I think at that time frame, their children were... Um, super young. Fuck them kids. I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> no, Q. No, people are parents too. Okay. <laughs> to all the children watching, hi. Fuck them. No, damn it. No, Q. Oh shit. Um, yep. But there you go. Yep. That that's my good news there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. But not all my news is positive, guys. I'm just yeah. trying to like. Uh, oh, that's yeah. unfortunate. I think I accidentally just deleted my list. It's a good thing most of us in the old vault. Good. Yeah. Good. Except now I don't have the arcos to click on. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, like, a, like a freestyle as I'd be spitting from the dome. Uh, <laughs> wow, yeah. Yeah. I got uh, you. I got you. So, <laughs> Thor 4, God of Love and Thunder. Uh, there's been quite a bit of news released on that. That's recently. Okay. One of which being that... Uh, Christian Bell, apparently, according to Tessa Thompson, at least, uh, is going to be playing the villain. Okay. Now, I did read that. Yeah. I said on this podcast some months ago when he was announced that my vote is that he's going to play, he's going to play the God Butcher. I remember that. Yes. I can attest to that. Yes. 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 Uh, so if that comes to pass, I want all of you to give me your internet points. I, I think I deserve at least, at least 18 comic book internet points. For something like that. <laughs> 18. This is a very technical number. Yes. What about 15? Predictions are normally only at 15, brother. Okay? Well, because I, well, I no, will not do. I, I will not take anything less than 18. Homies, we're going to... Ooh, we're getting yeah. a little stingy over here. We're, we're going to have to petition for that. We're, <laughs> we're going to have to call the uh, you know the bankers for that one, okay? The internet I mean, bankers for internet points. Do, do what you got to do. <laughs> make it happen. The fuck is an internet point? I don't know. Something like yeah. right, yeah. Uh, but also, um, according to is this, that, is this Bitcoin? <laughs> uh, it's also been confirmed that the Guardians of the Galaxy will be in the movie. Really? Yep. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Okay, mm-hmm. that would make sense since you know that was uh, the last crew he was chilling with. So. Right. Okay. Interesting. And uh, I'll see that makes a lot of sense with Taika Waititi. Yeah, you know it does. That excites me. Yeah. Uh, I'll I'll tell you the same thing that I, I told the homie Caleb. Excuse me, real quick. Pause. I want to hear that. Taika Watiti. Did I say his name right? Uh, I think. Uh, I think it's technically maybe Taika Watiti. Taika Watiti. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, but Please resume. <laughs> what, I, what I said to the homie Caleb was honestly, it, it doesn't move me at all. I mean, like mentally, maybe even subconsciously, yeah. I have just moved so far past this movie. I'm. I'm <laughs> And I know that so many of you love this this idea and this concept. And I'm not yeah, saying yeah. that that I don't. It's just that I'm mentally exhausted of already dealing with what I 
foresee this movie being. I mean, so. we, we already know what's going to happen, brother. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm just I suppose not, that is the exhausting part. It, it is exhausting because I'm yeah. just not. I don't want to see another Thor comedy movie, man. That's just me. I mean, me neither. Yeah, me neither. Ragnarok was plenty for me. I'm ready to see another Thor movie. Yeah, you know, but mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll see. You heard it here, guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I don't know. We'll, we'll hope for the best. Cross some fingers. Yeah. All right. Um, going back to the pages for a little bit, here's some fun stuff. So mm-hmm. on March 18th, we're actually going to have a lot of big releases here in uh, a lot of popular names, uh, their issues being released. It's a comic book Wednesday, March 18th. Um, one of them, um, there's a long list. I wrote down a long list of the names like Batman, Nightwing, Justice League, uh, Captain America, Captain Marvel, Spawn, Undiscovered Country. A lot of names are being released on March 18th, comic book Wednesday. However, uh, cool factoid about Batman 91, what's also being released with its uh, monthly issue here is that uh, variant covers for issues 93 and 94 are also concurrently going to be released. Now, the fun thing about why those issue covers might matter for this time around, why they deserved uh, notage on my list for comic news, um, those are variant uh, covers dealing with Harley Quinn and the new villainess punchline mm-hmm. so that's gonna be kind of like a fun little thing for homies to be able to go look up if they want to see and learn a little bit more about this punchline who admittedly uh according to the news at least has been getting some good steamroll some good attention yeah yeah uh i haven't learned too much about her frankly so i, I don't really know yeah i mean yeah. like right now to be fair like it's it's all hype exactly you know yeah uh, but at I mean, least like, i mean good hype is still something yeah uh, yeah i mean yeah yeah, at least it's <laughs> yeah. good energy. You it know? is. It's, yeah. it's very good energy. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you know, like the, for, for me, it's just one of those things where, and this has nothing to do with punchline. It's for me, it's just one of those things where, like, with all due respect to the other side of the coin that is the comic community. Sure. Um, I'm not one who's for single issue comics. I'm, I'm definitely not against them. I just don't collect them. Right. You know, I, I mean, I, if you look carefully here, we have the Omniboo. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like I'm more of a trade paperback or graphic novel or oversized hardcover or an omni kind of guy. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of the hype comes around, uh, you know, variant ish or variant covers and or you know just where you get different covers of the same book and the, there's a, a large community behind it. Hell, I have a lot of friends who collect who you know who right, love right. that. Um, and I think that uh, I, I'm 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 looking forward to seeing her. You know what kind of role she plays in the actual story, and it's like every of time, course, every time yeah. I look online, those all I'm seeing is people like, I oh man, my my LCS is already sold out of of this issue. Oh man, hopefully they release this variant or whatnot. And I'm like, what about the fucking story, guys? You're all so goddamn invested <laughs> in getting her and getting first appearances, yeah, that you're not even really thinking about or concerned with the run. And, hey, hey, you know. to each their own, to each their own, you know. Absolutely, exactly. Yes. Come on, come on. Yeah, I'm just saying that yeah, my way yeah. is better. Is all. <laughs> <laughs> Go to bed. Go to bed. I'm joking. Ah, uh, yeah, um, yeah, but uh, but at the same time, there's yeah. a shit ton of merit behind what you're talking about mm. a cool character is a cool character right. until they fall flat on the screen yeah. or on the pages you know so yeah. she could actually become a total failure case yeah but at least she looked cool i guess mm-hmm. it is the value there but hopefully in, you know 
she is actually a meritable character who actually has some good future with DC. Who knows? Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. I mean, I, I certainly hope so. Like, I think this could be a, a really cool inclusion. Yeah. Um, it's a cool idea. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, like, just, just to be fair, you know, to pick up my, my own kind. Sure. Like, those who collect uh, single-issue comics can be like, you could buy an entire Omni and not even fucking read it. And I'm like, well, fuck you guys. So, <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait, wait, wait. I encourage people who go to the bookstore and collect and buy books that sit on your bookshelf that you're eventually going to get to, mm-hmm. but they're there. You know, yep. you have the repertoire of your options there. Now, granted, that doesn't mean go buy a bunch of decorative books just because they look good. Right. I, I never support that. Yeah. If you're going to get it, get it, you know. Work that shit, make it yours, but mm-hmm. I digress, you know. Yeah. yeah, end of the day, what I'm concerned with the most that you actually buy comics in any format. Here, here, uh, physical for those of you who only buy digital, I still wave my finger at you. <laughs> we have a purist over here, folks. <laughs> oh, excuse me, excuse me. We have a badass over here, hey, they better go. fucking there recognize. <laughs> oh man. Um, I love this shit, dude. <laughs> so speaking of comics, another thing I had on my comic news list before I accidentally uh, deleted it okay, uh, okay. was um, June 16th, I believe, is when we'll finally get uh, the first issue of Three Jokers. Uh, I saw that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, this would be a DC black label. I believe uh, Jeff Johns and Jason Fabok would be working on it. Um, that's the same duo that gave given us a lot of things. I believe those two worked on uh, the new Fifty Two Justice League run. I believe they also, uh, yeah. Well, I think it's over here at this bookshelf. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We got another one over here, guys. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, matter of fact, if you look at the yeah, that's that's the the Dark Side War Omni. Mm, yeah. Okay. Okay. And uh, you know, I, I got it's hard so, to see, but it's over there. <laughs> Here we go. Hey, yeah, let's present uh, it for the no. video guys. Uh, yeah. Uh. So yeah, I got uh, I got so hyped when I heard this news because if you think about it, guys. So I was looking through this earlier because I had gotten so fucking hyped the, the first time. Oh yeah, Steppenwolf. Uh, <laughs> Add. <laughs> I, I do have that when oh, it comes fuck. to comics. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, like in, in this Omni, guys, the the Dark Side Anti Monitor War Omni. Uh, it collects, I think, issues maybe uh, seven through ten, and then some single issues for some of the individual characters. Uh, but uh, like uh, volume seven through ten for the Justice League, mm-hmm. uh, and or maybe even six through ten. It collects like a whole lot. So okay, yeah. But anyways, it, so it finishes up the run with the Justice League in the New Fifty Two, and it was dovetails right into like a DC Universe Rebirth. But what we get here is uh, Batman sits on the Mobius chair. Um, and when he does, you know, he we get the iconic line, I am a god. And uh, but one of the first things that he does when he sits upon the chair, the Mobius chair gives him access to all universe knowledge. Everything right. that's ever been recorded or seen, he now has that knowledge at his disposal. And of course, one of the first things he does with that knowledge is he tries to figure out uh, one of the first things he does is figure out who is the Joker, what's his true identity. Yeah, and uh, I forgot what page it was on, but anyway, he, he asked that question to the chair. And we just, the audience don't get the answer, but we, we realized later on, towards the end of the book, that the answer was, there's three Jokers. Um, which was, you know, monumental. Oh, here we go. Uh, and, and and so, and this is just a really cool panel for those of you who, mm-hmm. I guess none of you guys can really see that. It's so far away. Yeah, it's kind of weird but, for the camera angle. 
But uh, buy the book. Uh, <laughs> It's it's a it's a really cool vicious of seeing Bruce and Alfred sitting at the back monitor and, yeah. and, and looking at all these images of the Joker because it's cleverly done. They take a bunch of images from the Joker throughout the mm-hmm. years and kind of re redraw them into this. And it's so cool because you see Joker from uh, the death of the family. You see him from mm-hmm. the killing joke, uh, the man who laughs and a bunch of other books. Yeah. And it, it's just super cool to see that. But, you know, that's that's the first time that we were told that there were three Jokers. Now, this book came out in like, or at least this issue specifically came out like 2015. Okay. Uh, and so that was then. And then the next thing we got was in uh, The Button, um, when Batman's mm-hmm. still trying to figure it out and whatnot, that there's, you know, three yeah. Jokers, who is it? And then we kind of had radio silence for a long time as far as what, what, what became of the three Jokers. Ooh. And so now some five years after the initial reveal that there are three jokers uh we're getting some some more news on it some more information on it and it's going to be done by the same guys who did this uh jeff johns and jason fabok so yeah and by the way guys on, on another slightly off topic um i had this uh I had this theory that I honestly just thought was my own, and I thought that no one else felt this way, so I, I never said it out loud. Oh, okay. Uh, I had this this running and theory that uh, that Jeff Johns just did does not like Batman because most times when I see him writing with Batman, he's never done a single uh, Batman run himself. Mm-hmm. It's always been like a Justice League thing or a Green Lantern thing. Yeah, Batman as I've it. noticed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but with that, I was like. Every time he writes for Batman, it, it never seems to be in like a great light. He only seems to highlight like Batman's flaws, like his slight narcissism or paranoia or, you know, this this kind sure. of human God complex. And I was like, oh, this this is fucking unfortunate, you know? Okay. Uh, and, and then like just for shits and giggles, I Googled it. And <laughs> does Jeff Johns like Batman? There, there was basically like, does Jeff Johns dislike Batman? It was basically what I what I googled. Okay, okay. And yeah. I didn't I didn't have to look for it. There was just <laughs> list of, of different forms and pages and people asking the wow. same question like like Reddit questionnaires. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. why does Jeff Johns hate Batman? And I was like, I am not the only one who feels this way. Man, this is you gotta forget. You gotta remember the rules about online communities. If you can think it, there's a community for it. <laughs> Or if you can think it, there, or if you can find it, there's probably some validity to it, and that too. More seriously mm-hmm. enough, yeah. I mean, maybe. I mean, I don't know the man personally, you know. Yeah, yeah, you no. know, yeah, so. yeah. Um, but no, I just thought that was super interesting because obviously he's going to be doing this this three Joker story, and I'm like, oh, geez, like, this could be interesting. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm thinking it's going to be great because. We can all agree that Jeff Johns is one of the greatest writers for DC. Yeah. He's probably the greatest writer for DC currently. Mm. I'd I'd be willing to put my money on that. And I'm a huge Batman fan. That's my guy. Uh, (laughs) But I am a little worried about him spearheading what is essentially a spinoff Batman project. Yeah, yeah. You know? That says a lot, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, To be continued. Yeah. Yeah. So, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, as far as news go, that that's really all I got. Uh, I got one more fun thing we can talk about, cool. and then I'm I'm done on my end here. Uh, we haven't talked about the Robert Pattinson Rob uh, Batman portrait pictures, nor the Batmobile images just recently released. Mm-hmm. Yep. So let's talk about that real quick. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, 
My vote, it looks pretty good. I think it so, looks, too. First off, he's got that fucking jawline down for this thing, man. Yeah, he does have an, right? an incredible jawline. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to say it's on that Ben Affleck level jawline. No. But it, no. it, it is actually surprising. It looks surprisingly good. Like, I'll say that. If, if there was a theoretical checklist, which there really is, let's face it, <laughs> of what's necessary to be a successful live-action Batman, the jawline, he's got it checked. He's done. Agreed. Now, granted, I, I will admit, I had worries when I first saw the gear-headed looking like a, oh. you know, pieced-together bat symbol until you had told me that in the lore, that's from these, this idea that that was pieced together from the gun that shot his parents. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, you son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> that's a little yeah. cool. So it's like, okay, I can take that. But uh, overall, it looked pretty good, man. I, I'm yeah. ready for a little bit more. I'm... I'm I'm ready for a little bit of salt with this pepper, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, the Batmobile looked like a old, uh, like a 1970s Chevelle or something mm-hmm. like that. But I liked the muscle car look. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, same here. Like this is, as far as the Batmobile goes, I think this is probably the first grounded Batmobile we've seen since the '66 show. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it, mm-hmm. more or less. Uh, <laughs> and you know don't uh, judge me <laughs> as far as like, like as far as the bat suit goes with the symbol and, yeah. and and you know they they could be going with the idea that this is a symbol from the gun that joe chill used to kill his parents mm-hmm. uh so in most continuities guys just really quick it's either he does use the gun as a symbol or he keeps the gun in a display in the bat cave it's always one of the two yeah yeah uh so uh, for those of you thinking that like, that's maybe an extreme thing, like, well, Batman has always been really tied to this gun. He has. And l- let's, 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 let's be honest here. Batman mm-hmm. does have some sentimental sides to him. Mm-hmm. This is obviously a very symbolic, sentimental gesture. So, I mean, I'm totally all for it, man, you know, because that adds a lot of the gravity to his backstory. That that pulls a lot of the emotion on the forefront for you. Yeah. Um. So, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. Dismantle and, the gun. Wear right. it if you had to, you know? Yeah. Um, Put a chain on it. No, don't do that. Don't <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> yeah, I uh I'm really looking forward to this movie. I think there's a a lot of strong potential here. You and me both. Mm-hmm. Ooh, now one last bit of tidbit news. Now I don't know if this is some BuzzFeed trash or whatever have you, but I did see about Johnny Depp recently. Do you know yeah, what I'm that, about them to that talk was, about? That was one of my news things, yeah. Johnny Depp uh, potentially being casted as Joker. Now, do we know if that is a potential or if that is, again, a hard out iron fact? It's, it's, a, it's just a rumor right now. Okay, okay. Rumor it's, has it. It's a rumor that's being... It's, it has a little bit of validity because it's being circulated so much on different news sites. Right, right. But... We don't know if that's because it has validity behind it or if it's because it's so popular. Or if it was just a misheard conversation somewhere. Granted, smoke starts from somewhere, mm-hmm. but we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, usually like like misinterpreted things beginning exactly. with like a cosmic book news or we got discovered. Those that's, are the two most un, unreputable places exactly. to get any yeah. information. I mean, that's, that's where a lot of these clickbait sites get their mm-hmm. news from. So yeah. you got to be careful. And, and you got to be careful. I want to. I do want to. Do want to. Uh, you know, make it or clarify. I did say Cosmic Book News, not ComicBookNews.com. There is a difference. <laughs> cosmic Book News. It, th- those guys are just. They just. Those are the ones who pull shit out of their ass. Literally, sometimes like it's just. Fuck. Yeah. Like they just come up with the, wow. the most ridiculous rumors. Same thing with yeah. We Got This Covered. Dot com. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I don't really have any any kind of negative things to say about comicbooknews.com except the fact yeah. that they they, they, did, they turned down my offer that I emailed them like a year ago about hey we could be one of your affiliated podcasts and motherfuckers never got back with me so you know here's to you guys. Hey. Hey. You know. Eventually. Eventually, don't flick them off. Don't come don't, on. Don't bri- don't flick them off. Don't, don't flip them off. Don't burn bridges, dude. Come on, man. I mean, technically, they haven't even made it to the bridge yet because they haven't even responded. So, well, guys, hello. Don't mind his finger, okay? Fucker, Dagum, put the, put that shit down. <laughs> we got this on our own. Uh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we always have. We Dagum uh, will. But, but yeah, dude. That's you know, uh, as far as uh, like Johnny Depp being cast as the, as the Joker. Like I think that that could be phenomenal if so. Yeah. You know, um, I could, I, I could, I sit with that. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the more I think about like the potential validity of it, like is this is this true? Um, like the, the more my, uh, we'll go with uh, like a realistic take. Uh, mm. Versus, uh, well, first off, that's going to be a lot of star power behind mm. one movie now, and that is beginning to worry me. You know, mm. because that's going to be a lot of people that are going to be in your cast. You know that that's a, well, th- that's that's been know. the rumors since day one was that they were going to have like a, a large ensemble of his role gallery in the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so it all depends on, I mean, on what they want to do. You yeah. Know? Uh, either way, like I, I'm, I'm excited about the movie. Uh, yeah, no, have, you seen here, the, uh, have you seen the the footage of uh, his stuntman on, on the bike, on the back? No, bike? no, not yet. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think I think that's also posted on our page. But yeah, the uh, I have to go back and find it then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That we, one missed yeah, me. Yeah, we see the stuntman on the bike, and uh, it kind of made some circulations because. Like it was raining, it looked like, and the, and the stuntman does slip off the bike at the end. <laughs> be safe, be safe. Yeah, please be safe. Yeah, yeah. To all the stuntmen out there. All you stunt cool yeah. dudes. Nice. Uh, I do have one more bit. Okay. Uh, that I remember. I have more, but I only remember one more. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, and that was uh, Winston Duke. Uh, he he wants Mbaku to be the villain for Black Panther two, mm. and. Uh, Okay. Yeah, and you know, um, like I, I support it. Yeah, same here, I mean, dude. Gun ho. It makes sense to me, and yeah. and once again, at risk of of being called a purist by Kevin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, please talk, brother. Talk freely. <laughs> yeah. Um. So there's a lot of people out there who are. You were against the idea that, like, well, no, like, you became a good guy at the end of Black Panther 1, and, like, you're, you're fighting with the good guys now, and I'm like, nah. here I am with my anime glasses push-up, well, canonically speaking. Oh, uh, well, no, that's that's my thought process, <laughs> too, though. It's like, right. no, let that shit turn code. Yeah. yeah. That would make a great premise. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Fuck yeah, yeah dude. Mm-hmm. Let Umbatu go back to what he should be yeah. from the pages. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. Like, I think it's, it's, it's fine if you want him to, to, you know, play a potential villain. Yeah. Same thing with, oh, uh, uh, same thing with uh, Yelena bon, uh, Boniva and, uh, and Black Widow. I mean, yeah. she's just like Umbaku with sometimes a villain, sometimes a kind of an ally. I mean. Yeah. So, uh, I. Play that shit right, dude. Play it rough. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I'm, I'm starting to think now, does Marvel or the MCU when they have the opportunity do they like to make a character who kind of flip flops seems, seems like they like to make them more of the the good guys all except for Ronan Ronan is the one odd uh, exception 
Ronan was the odd exception. Yeah, Ronan yeah. the Accuser, yeah. because he is he's more or less a, a good guy in the comics. But they made him a villain. They made him a villain. Typecast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Uh, but no. That's food for thought. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, I would really enjoy it, because I think about it like this, like, hmm. and, and, uh, and T'Challa's absence for, like, those, what was it, five years? Yeah. Like, who, who was leading Wakanda? Yeah. Uh, we know that M'Baku wasn't, he wasn't with the snapping. He stayed on, you know, on Earth in Wakanda. I mean, I think that he would probably be the ruler. It would make sense to me. Yeah. Because yeah. he was already a ruler of his mm-hmm. people. So. Of the Jabari tribe. Yeah. They didn't so... want to call it the Man-Ape tribe. Right. Yeah. Or they didn't want to call him the Man-Ape. Uh, but yeah, uh, so that that was something else that I was thinking about. Like that's that's a that's a that's a good fan theory. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a, it's an easy end, dude. Look. It's so easy. Yeah, yeah. but for some T'Challa reason, comes back and you know, yeah. like, well, thank you for holding my throne down. But right, that you know, that's an easy fight. That's right. already a premise right there. Yeah, but for some reason, we know that the MCU doesn't like these easy premises more often than not. That it's Don't always something. Them? They should, but not the ones that we concoct. They they come up with these other ones. It's like, where did this come from? I'm digging it, but okay, you know. So you know, but I guess from like a a big wig standpoint, I sure. do kind of understand it because they don't want their audience to suddenly have to dislike this character that they now like mm. in Mbaku. So yeah, uh, I guess it does make sense from that point of view. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so that is, that is all that I can remember that I had. Before. No, that's all I got. And this <laughs> this has been a good episode. This mm-hmm. this has been going for a good minute. So I'm I'm fit. I'm good. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Uh, but yeah, guys. Hopefully you enjoyed this comic news episode. Comic news down down yeah. down down. So news. Uh, we will be covering Bloodshot. You guys can look for that uh, this coming Thursday night. Hell yeah. Uh, depending on what time we get our tickets, maybe Friday morning at the latest is when it'll be uploaded. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Yeah. 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 That's going to be both recorded uh, on audio and video here for all you homies out there who want to watch who only knew of the audio option prior. So there you have it. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, another announcement. Here's another plug for us. We are on video, and we seem to have this down now. I'm very confident in it. It looks great. It's going well. So, fuck yeah, dude. I think we finally have this other avenue. I think we're finally growing up in this podcast community. (laughs) Gonna put on my big boy pants. Oh, yeah. Uh, Also, really quick, guys. um, For those of you who haven't uh, had the opportunity yet, please leave us a review. And as, uh, as a matter of fact, if you go to ratethispodcast.com backslash superhero homies, you guys can leave us a direct review and it automatically uploads the review according to the device you're listening on. And so that way you guys don't have to worry about finding the right location to post the review. Just go to we uh, just go to ratethispodcast.com backslash superhero homies and just type your review away or, or click your, your star rating for us. And Hell, uh, yeah. that really helps us out. You would be doing us a great favor, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen. RateThisPodcast.com. Mm-hmm. Um, also, another quick plug for all of you guys out there. Hit like, subscribe, share this stuff, whatever you got to do. Any of that helps us out, brothers and sisters, okay? We appreciate every bit of secondary effort you guys put into this. Uh, Patreon, that's another great effort for those of you who want to continue to support us. We would love that. We would announce it, of course. We'd share that with everybody. 
Um, Patreon is another great way to expose yourself to some of the other cool nerd stuff that we're into. Stuff like Blood, uh, excuse me, uh, A Quiet Place 2 coming out next week. Mulan. And Mulan coming out. We just did BoJack. We did Witcher, Mandalorian, all this great nerd shit outside of comic books. We talk about that too. Absolutely. There you have it. Uh, but thank you guys again, though, for, for listening in or for watching, however you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do appreciate it. And if you guys have any kind of questions, comments, gifts, us food supplies, or ideas for us, then hit us up at superherohomies at gmail.com or any of our social media outlets. We're always active and live. Thank you, thank you, thank you guys again for listening in. Hell yeah. This has been a great time. Hell yeah, homies. You guys are all dope out there. Thank you so much. Absolutely. So, until next time, my name is Superhero Homie Q. And as always, I am Superhero Homie Kevin.